different perspectives. I just find it weird. I am so sorry to the world and to that child. But a shared experience. It takes a special somebody to love me, so... Google is accessible at all at all times of the day. Black Girl Roundtable. Welcome to the girls room. I'm popular. I'm Mage. And I'm from Tennessee. <laughs> and I like eggs. <laughs> oh wait, we did it wrong again, y'all. We're always so bad at this. We're supposed to be welcome to Black Girl Roundtable. The oh, podcast has a name, y'all. We just... Oh yeah, we definitely do have a name. Sure do. Mm, anyway, I feel like that was... I feel like it was on brand. You got what you got. What you see is what you get. Real rap raw. <laughs> I, well, I thought you were about to say real Reese. And I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I do black girl round table on any blah. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. From my head down to my side. <laughs> I record the pod on any block. Cause I'm bad. Shout out to Real Reese. Oh, college. He don't rap oh no more. He, he a dad now. He a dad. Everybody's a dad now. I'm dead. Listen. Anyway, I'm Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And this is Black Girl Roundtable. Thanks, you guys, for listening to this bullshit. If you're new here, I apologize in advance. It doesn't get better. Um, we're this ridiculous all the time. And if you're returning here, I'm so sorry. It doesn't get better. <laughs> We're this ridiculous always. <laughs> but with that being said, we we do have some some minor changes. We're going to be shifting to a little bit more of a structure. We're going to have some segments that you guys can come back to and enjoy and look forward to every week. So you know what you're going to get. You ready to get into these Black girl streets with us. And without further ado, let's just go ahead and get started. All right. So... Our first segment that you guys can now look forward to every single week is what's trending. In this segment, of course, we're going to be talking about what is a buzz, what everybody is talking about on the social media, on Al Gore's internet, um, correction, on Beyonce's internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week, I'm sure, as you all know, the conversation has been surrounding all about all day, every day, Lala Palooza and DeBaby and his homophobia. Mm. Um, if you don't know and you live under a rock, um, well, congratulations to you. I'm sorry. I'm about to ruin your ignorance for you, but the baby unprompted, unprecedented during his set decided to get up on stage and throw out some homophobic, crazy, ableist anti everything slurs everything like you were just wrong (laughs) it offended the lgbt community women and people living with hiv all at once and had the audacity to do so after he brought tory lanes out on stage after he performed his songs with megan the stallion and so just again another reason why niggas is trash and the baby in particular is trash I really hate to even like repeat what was said, but for context, I do feel like it's necessary. It was something to the effect of, and I'll link the video in the description so you can watch it for yourself, but something to the effect of, if, you're, if your pussy smell like water, make some noise, 
if you're if you don't have AIDS and aren't gonna die in two weeks, make some noise. If you weren't sucking dick in the parking lot, if you were a nigga, if you're not a nigga in the, in the parking lot sucking dick, make some noise. Um, and also a big fuck you to all of y'all that did make noise. Um, yeah, but it was just it was just un unprompted. Nobody was talking about that, um, and he apparently continued to do it over and over again so i don't think i need to ask y'all how you feel about this because y'all aren't demons and so (laughs) i know you feel the same way about this that i feel about it but i guess i guess a good question to start with is like where do we go from here with not even just the baby in particular but just like people in general in in rap and just in in public situations who just execute this behavior at this point in 2021 the fact that it's still happening is just mind-boggling and so like what do we even do from here i just like to me like i said like you already said everything he did was just unnecessary and everyone's responses were also unnecessary yeah and i've been seeing on social media a lot of people just being like the lgbt community are bullies and if, if if they can bully us, we can. Why can't the straight community bully them back? And I'm like, who's bullying? Who? He was offensive. Like, there's nothing you can say about straight people that's offensive. Honestly, like, what are you going? What are you going to say? Like, please tell me what what is so offensive? And how are they and bullying so just, y'all? Right, because they're like, oh, you can't say anything. You just this man just said. Like, probably one of, like, the worst stereotypes that ever came to be about HIV and the LGBT community. Like, let's not act like there's not a whole traumatic history behind this. You can't call me the F word. You're a bully. You're a bully. I can't make fun fun about, fun of, like, trans people. You're a bully. What? What? But, but what? if someone was to call you the N word, you'd get mad. Like, it's the, am, am it's I the same thing. Uh, a, a, a. A trans person or someone in the LGBTQ community as a whole calling you a fat, ugly, dusty bitch is very different, which usually is warranted. Inaccurate. Is, like, different from, like, calling somebody, like, you should die for who you are. Right. And I'm not saying that, exactly. like, people are not mean, right? But, like... Mm, what two and two the math ain't the math is not mathing like the two like we talk about power dynamics and i feel like a lot of times particularly like cis gendered heterosexual people are like oh i'm being bullied yeah because you told them that you don't agree with their identity like the two are very different like yeah you should get bullied because again these lessons need to be learned with vinegar and not with honey i agree yeah so it, it vinegar stays in your mouth a lot longer than honey does. Think let's, about it. Let's keep it a buck, okay? So yeah, some of you niggas need vinegar and not honey. Some of y'all need to to lose some opportunities to understand how serious this is. It was just unnecessary and like transparency moment. Like I won't speak about it too too much, but like I've had family members die from HIV and AIDS. So the baby can choke the baby can choke and one of them was and one of them was a child so the baby can choke he can actually choke you don't know you don't know what you're talking about one you don't know what you're talking about and two it's like 
you don't know who's in the audience. People trying to have a good time. Right. And here you come talking about some coming for them. Oh, if you don't, I'm like, bitch, I, I didn't I didn't know I was gonna be come for today. You That's literally know. the equivalent of you going to like, I don't know, like a Justin Timberlake concert. Yeah. And him being like, if you're not a nigger, make some noise. What? <laughs> that is literally, literally. Like, huh? How did we get here? Unprompted. Unprompted. Blah, blah, blah. Just like shit after shit. I was like, what? Exactly. Like what? I'm sorry. I need to remember my podcast because I'm making facial expressions. Y'all know the y'all know the black well black people know the black people face that we make when shit don't make sense. It's like what? 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 Excuse me. It's like that meme from um Housewives of of Atlanta. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? You know what? You know what I also thought about. The baby has three kids from three different from three different baby moms. Correct. So, I just find it weird when niggas who have knowingly and probably had even more unprotected sex than yeah. we even know of are t- trying to preach about safe sex, or he thought he was preaching about safe sex. Uh, get out of here because there are three instances proven instances that we know of where you have not where you were not right. having and you could have gotten because you definitely yes. just got um uh miss uh yellow bone is what he want pregnant mm-hmm. is yes. she pregnant she's pregnant. She pregnant pregnant i am so sorry to the world and to that child because yeah. your parents are not let me tell you something. Ooh, I hope you. I hope he got an auntie or a cousin somewhere that can just take that child into refuge, because that's a bad parentage right there. Oh both your parents, both of your parents are airheads, and, and, and racist, and about to be husbands. You got a homophobic dad and a racist mom with an identity crisis. With an identity right. crisis, yeah, she thinks exactly. that she's black and is not black. How many songs do we have about light skins? Do we need, did we need more? Do we need another one? Did no. we need another? And if somebody was going to make it, it wouldn't be you. Because you. I say again, you are not black. Light skin is a term that is used to describe what type of women? Black light skinned women. And not what are you not? A black light skinned woman. The worst part of it was also the apology after tweeting that you didn't care to well, I just needed to learn. Somebody was supposed to pull me aside and, and teach me because I didn't know. You didn't already talk out the side of your neck. You told us to suck your dick from the back, but you expect us to educate you after that? Right, but I am so sorry. I did not realize. So many other celebrities was like, yo, that's not cool. All of social media is reacting like what you said was that's not cool. The minute you seen that, you were supposed to issue this apology. Like, okay, I said what I said was wrong. I apologize. Even though you're damn near 30, probably 30 or above. He's 29. And yeah, you should know this already, but okay, whatever. The Why minute it happened know? and you've seen the reaction, exactly. Right. You've seen the reaction, you were supposed to apologize, not talk out the side of your neck, come for all these other people and drag my Why nephew, do I have to, Lil Nas X, into all of this. Why do I have to teach you that it's bad to say... To talk about people. 
to say bad things about people that exactly. have nothing to do with you. Unprompted, mind you. Unprompted. After Unprompted. you told us, after you said those comments and people told you they were not, you said, oh, I need an education. They told you. They told you it wasn't right. And you told, you told them to, to suck your balls. Yes. Really you know, I, I don't even know who Quest, I don't even know who Quest Love is. Why don't and, you know who Quest Love is? I'm like, you don't even study the game like that. You don't know who Sir. Quest Love is? I Sir. said, so you need to actually be canceled because you don't you even know. You should be grateful people. that Quest Love has even acknowledged you your even existence. Knows who you are. Number one. And number two, this is how... <laughs> This is how I know. This is how I know that niggas just have a lot of audacity because also it's just like Quest Love. Quest Love. You don't know who like oh you're a fan? Quest Love, bro, you don't study the art. You should like you should have been telling you're telling us that we need to educate you and help you. And this wasn't even reactionary, sir. Like it's not like, oh my gosh, I said this as a retaliation to something that somebody did That's to me. Said. Nobody did anything to at all. Nobody did anything to you. This could have all. been. <laughs> this should have never happened. But I also think this is a really great opportunity of like when somebody shows you who you are the first time, believe them. Because truth be told, we should have canceled the baby after he did not take up for Megan Thee Stallion and went on and collaborated with Tory Lanez. And that that should have been the end of it right then and there. Because I feel like if you're gonna show you know, non-support and disregard to, to one group, you're gonna show it to another, especially if there are no consequences to your actions. And so to me, like it wasn't surprising that he acted this way because of the way he treated Meg and the way he just felt the need to, and he always feels the need to bring Tory Lanez into spaces where either she's present or like her her music is present. Like and that's not it's your just flaw? Nope. it's just that's strange. Not. Like he shot her, right? Like. Like until the verses, like you didn't see Gucci Mane and uh, Young Jeezy in a room together. Exactly. Why do you? Why do you think that these two need to be in a room together constantly? Because she's a black woman. You don't. You didn't see them niggas in a room together until that verses, and even then, it was a little shaky. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's the same situation. And Tory Lanez is it's not essential. Situation. I could do because true. Mm, mm, Tory Lanez, I, don't, I don't care. He don't, he don't move or shake nothing when it comes to the culture of music. Sure don't. And truth be told, DaBaby does not either. All of the DaBaby no. records that I love, or like most of the ones that I love, have a Meg feature on it. And so yeah. you really dropped the ball. Because while I do think that y'all helped each other's career, at the end of the day, she helped your career a lot more than you helped her. And so the fact that you, number one, wanted to act like this, and then number two, put this situation on as the icing on the cake, you have decimated your career. You have been around for 2.5 seconds, okay? Megan is already a legend and will already go down to rap history, but you had some more work to do and you just lost the opportunity to do so. And you know, he could have actually came, he could have come around from this. I'm not saying that right he could have, he could have come back. Because there's always room for men. But because he doubled down and the the festivals that he was going to do, allegedly, the rumor the rumor is that they were like, if you could just issue issue a video apology, and this was like before Lollapalooza, because he said it, he said it at Rolling Loud, but Rolling Loud, 
but they were like, if you can just issue an apology, mm-hmm. you know, first thing in the morning, we will, you know, hopefully people will forgive you. The press will be whatever and you can perform. And allegedly they didn't know what happened in terms of why that video did not happen, but it did not happen. And he was dropped. And again, because he felt like he didn't need to, because he's got other hotep ass niggas in his corner, 50 Cent, T.I., Lil Boosie, all of them amping his stupid ass head up, thinking that he don't got to do shit. And, and just like them niggas ain't, ain't shit, ain't going to be shit. And their legacies are just are destroyed, whether they realize it or not. So is yours. I, I can see listening to like even though it's not me I can see another dumbass listening to 50 Cent because 50 Cent is the king is the king of heterosexual troll men and a oh, nigga who's known to be also very homophobic and, and that's the thing all of this was backlash from Lil Nas X industry baby video This he ain't come for nobody in this video he didn't say nothing to nobody he just put his video out and along with his video he's doing a campaign to help people in jail Lil Nas X be minding his little business and his cute little video but he gets what he knows it pisses y'all off that he minds his business and is proud of who he is and yeah. that's what pisses y'all off the most that's the problem. These, these homophobic ass niggas what pisses y'all off the most is that Lil Nas X can live in his truth and you feel like you can't and that and he's doing better numbers than all y'all all of y'all. And that's the real problem. You're you're mad because he is gay and proud and successful. And you're like, damn, I'm in the closet, mad and broke. And he's also raising oh, the bar for you artistically. Like he's yeah. not I've long yeah. since complained that that men specifically, like black men in the rap industry, the performance and artistry bar for y'all is low. There I'll say it before, I sell it again. Childish Gambino's This Is America was not the artistic masterpiece that y'all thought it was. <laughs> the bar for black men in rap industry and the artwork that they put out is low. Shout out to people like Kendrick Lamar who do raise that bar and put more effort in because there are some of y'all who are really coming with the visuals and the performance energy, mm-hmm. but the rest of y'all need to do better. And Lil Nas X is rising to that challenge and the rest of y'all are fucking mad because you can no longer go to the BET Awards or to the VMAs and walk back and forth on stage and not learn some choreography and still do numbers the way that you want to do. It's not going to fly anymore and you're pissed. And And you're pissed. And then the public reaction to it too is just, I don't know, like in general, it's all just odd. Because I'm just like, I don't, I get it. Well, no, I don't get it. People were like, he made music for kids. No, No, he didn't. No, have you actually listened to the words at Old Town Road? That is not a song for kids. They might have white like people that a song. For right? Kids. Did they like it? And then he monetized off of your children. You damn yes. right. Because As you let him. Should. But these exactly. are from the same people. We listened to Laffy Taffy when we were like what twelve. Listen. But my thing is, everybody's they're trying to put again. They're trying to push the gay agenda. I'm gonna tell you this right now. You can't make somebody gay. If they end up being gay, that seed was already there, and then it flourished. But also, it's like y'all know y'all can't control your kids' sexuality, right? Right. No, they no matter don't. what you do, but then they don't. No matter what you don't do. because you know why? Because their parents controlled theirs. And again, back to little Boosie, it's like you stay in gay men's business because I believe you want to be in gay men's business, and you and that something inside you makes you feel as though that's not right. 
Well, and he should be in jail for child abuse because he also talked about hiring prostitutes for, for his, his son. underage sons. For his children. That yeah. is child abuse. That's child and if you think it's not, and it's rape. You should be in jail. Um, but specifically, Lil Boosie, you are abusing your children. You sexually molested your children. Yep. Niggas ain't ready to hear that shit. And you need to be in jail and you need to be forced to register as a sex offender in all 50 states Period. and Puerto Rico. And you should not have any mm-hmm. of your kids if you do stuff like that. You should be in jail. Exactly. But, oh, I don't see the issue. Now, let's flip the script. If that was his daughter and he was in, somebody was hiring grown men to come sleep with her, y'all well, everybody's up in arms. But because it's a little boy, no. Because y'all also no. have a weird fixation on the sexuality of young men under the age of 18. And it's weird. And it's weird. Stop it. Be chill. Because again, you want them to be not gay so bad that you want them to rush their sexuality as heterosexual men. It's so weird. That prove that they are not gay. It's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. And, and and then again, with the whole little baby situation, it's like, you not only like, oh, I want to be educated. And a lot of guys say this. A lot of like, oh, y'all don't give, like, with cancel culture, y'all don't give a people chance to grow. And da, 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 da. here's the thing about that and let's really let, let's really bring this to the table when y'all talk about education and growth do y'all seek it out before so you can be a better person or do you do it after you've done some dumb shit no you do it to, until you to do get some your gold star and then i'm like it's also 2021 like, google is accessible at all t- at all times of the day why why are you making it the public's responsibility? First of all, you shouldn't be talking about shit you don't know about. Like Hello. tired of it. What? Tired of it. <laughs> like why even fix your mouth to say, like, I'm not about to be up here talking about global warming and all kinds of shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Remember when people used to like, like not talk about things that they didn't know about? What a time. That? Wonderful era. time. Remember, I remember when we actually used to let people who are experts or people who have had the lived experience about something speak on that instead of people who aren't that. Remember that? Exactly. Remember celebrities used to like have actual teams? I miss that. Yes, because where are the PR teams at? Because Lord Jesus. <laughs> they have them, but because I think because they have phones and they're more accessible to talk to their fans one-on-one. Before the PR team can even get to them, they'd be like, oh, you have to suck my dick from the back. I'm going to be homophobic anyways. It's like, just like, no. And I also, I understand, <laughs> like, I like the fact that artists have more freedom in the industry and have more room to to grow and to connect with their audience and all that. I appreciate that. But some of y'all needed the slow come up and to pay your dues because a lot of people like the baby. You got too rich and too famous too quick. And you needed to learn some lessons along the way that you just didn't do. And in 2021, we're not like, there's too many times you'll hear like, and then these people are like, oh, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? I have watched too many documentaries and talked to too many people like in the entertainment industry that was like, this person would have been famous if they were not dark skinned, if they were not gay, if Mm -hmm. they were not, you know, this thing or that thing. Like if they were this size, they would have been famous. That's the problem. We're not people before were not given access to these spaces because they were gatekeeping because of homophobia, because of sexism, because of colorism, because of racism. That's the problem. You're talking about what's the problem? Yeah. What's the problem? There are there, there's a reason why, you know, certain people couldn't couldn't come out of the closet because they know their careers would be over. 
it's just too exactly. much. I just and and we'll we'll move, we gotta keep rolling. But the last yeah. thing I'll say is just um, fuck the baby number one. Um, I hope I never hear another single from you ever again. And if I do, it'll be too soon. Um, actually, I'll have, I have three things. That's number one. Number two, Meg, please re-release re uh, Cash It and um, uh, Cry Baby. Baby without the baby on it because I thoroughly enjoy those songs. Put um, Partisan on would, them. And would like to, right, put Partisan on them or whoever. Like, Oh my God, I would love if Party was on it. Oh, listen, Lord. you know, I know that nigga <laughs> up under you right now. Go ahead and uh, put him on the track. Put him on the Yes. I I thoroughly enjoy him and I love the way he be rooting for you and doing what a man should, letting you handle your business but stepping in when it's necessary. So one party to beat his ass. And y'all listen. <laughs> and you know he could he look partisan Fontaine look heavy handed as fuck. That man That's is it. six five. He, he is going to step on look like he's smacking niggas. <laughs> yes. Like, smacking the shit out of niggas. I love so that number two. And number three is, I really feel like this whole situation is just reflective of a bigger issue that y'all have with the fact that social norms are changing and they're changing at a very rapid pace. That's why y'all hate Lil Nas X. That's why y'all hate Lizzo. Mm -hmm. And that's another conversation for another day, but black folks and on the other side of the coin, a specific population of black women who have a distaste for Lizzo, I'm looking at y'all. Like, you really need to do some work, okay? Because you cannot like the, the music and acknowledge that she is very talented at what she does. Yeah. Okay, and how no matter how talented you are, the bar will still never be high enough if you don't fit into your body, heteronormative, sexuality box that y'all have let society put you in. I, I have to, I have to... Yeah. And she's fine. Because she's what you fine. And she's what you're not. And what you're not going to. Yeah. That's Ooh. another topic for another. We will talk about mm -hmm. that next week. But also. Oh, table it. Because Lizzo's album, even though she's not somebody I listen to every day, I can absolutely acknowledge that it was bomb. She's mm. gorgeous. And a lot of y'all are also fucking mad that these men, black and white, are in her fucking face and you can't handle it because the only concept of pretty that you have ever been able to cling on to is the fact that you are slim. Right. Well, or you have the traditional curvy body. And the fact that somebody with a natural curvy body is now out here dominating, fupa and all, you're shook because you have nothing else right. to bring to the table. And she's actually talking okay. And half of y'all are, are not realizing this just because you're slim don't mean you're pretty. Listen, because okay. I've been a lot of shit in my okay. life. I have been a lot of things in my 26 years on this earth, but ugly was never one of them. Period. Okay. I Shit. I'm not a day in my life have I ever been ugly. You tried it. That's cute. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. That's what Mary had a little limb. Okay. Let's say you say a lot of things about me. But you can say a lot of shit about Dana. Who? Do you, what? This face? Right. Has always given. Card never okay. declined. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and be sure to share with someone who you think might enjoy. We are available on all major streaming platforms and on YouTube. Definitely make sure you are following us on our social medias. Links to that will be in the description. And let's get back into the episode.
Okay, so we're back with something you need to hear. So there's a TV show that's not actually on TV called Eight at the Table. Um, so don't know where you can find the TV show that's not on TV, but I'm assuming you can probably find it on YouTube. Um, but they were asking the stupid ass age old question about what do, uh, the, well, the question was asked to women about what do women bring to the table? Um, if you've ever heard this question before, you know how stupid it is, but I thought that it'd be a really good way to discuss, uh, how to react or how we react when people actually act, ask us that question about like bringing something to like the relationship table right bringing something to the partnership table um so i thought it'd be really interesting to at least react on how we felt about the quote unquote table um yeah so and you can look on at eight at the table i believe it's the the letter eight right or yeah. the number we'll, we'll link these motherfuckers in the description you can we'll link, we'll link you, them you in your own risk don't say we'll it. Right. in the social and like the social medias and all of that stuff we'll link all of that but um it's not really worth watching um if you want to watch it for context sure but you won't get anything stimulating um so basically the guy was like you know well besides pussy what do women bring to the table um which i always think is a stupid question because you came out of one so therefore life um yeah we bring life to the table but um and that's just one and again i don't feel like i have to prove that to anybody over the age of 13. no it's just i feel like this is number one before we even get into the meat and potatoes of what these idiots were talking about i just feel like stuff like this like shows that bring that energy of like the misogynistic men and then the women trying to like and and badly like sorry to these women y'all the misogynistic men and then the women who very like not well try to deconstruct the misogyny that's being spread by the men like I just think those shows are so stupid they have no place nobody is really fiending for this question most well-educated men worth a damn in our society are not asking what women bring to the table in relationships because it's very apparent and if you come to somebody who's saying, so what do you bring to the table? Leave that table, please, ma'am. That's not the table for you. Leave, leave, leave whatever that situation is because he wants you to prove your worth and that's already a red flag. There's just so much to unpack there that like would take an entire podcast in and of itself <laughs> and not just an episode, like an entire podcast series to deconstruct. But the first thing, and again, that's why I'm like, y'all, y'all did not debate this man well is that he talking about, oh, I can pay for everything that you do. I can pay to cook and clean and for groceries and and all these little touches in the household. Correct. I can also pay people to do those things too. I don't need you to buy me a home if I need all those things done. I can rent and I have a maintenance man. I need myself, hello, have a maintenance man and valet trash that come and do all the shit that you just said you did. Okay, and they do it in less time, and they're not asking me to spread my legs afterwards as a thank you. Okay, hello. So right. Let's let's not because my money spends just like yours does, and just like you can have your cleaning lady and your assistant and little whoever, Misha, Ashley, Kelly, Brittany, do whatever you want. You know, Billy Bob, Bo, and Jack will come and do all the things around my house that I need done and right. do, and it's included in my rent. 
And he mentioned, he kept mentioning buying a house, buying a house. If you think that buying a house is all you have to do as a man, you've already lost it. You've already lost it. And if you think that is the end all be all, and I feel like it was a lot of projection. He might have gotten hurt in life or there might be something that he did not receive as a child that he feels like, well, if I can go without it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I, it was giving projection and hurt and trauma. It's giving mental it's, illness. Right. So I hope he find, finds the healing that he needs. But um, yeah, it just, I was like, hmm. And he was saying, oh, well, I don't need all of that. Like what else, like what are relationships for? It's for companionship, for love, right, exactly. for partnership. Right. So like, you don't, None of that mattered. But that's not what you want. None of that matters. And that reveals that that's not what you actually want or can give to a woman in a relationship. You want an in-house lead. You you want want. an in-house. You want free labor. You want free labor. And you don't understand. You don't have the emotional connection to even think about anything outside of like the necessities. Like all you can bring is pussy because I can get somebody to cook clean it. I'm like, why do you want that from a partner? Are those the only things that a partner has to offer? And why do I, you automatically put those things on women? Because if you were in a, a, a relationship with, you know, somebody who does not identify as a woman, there would still be roles and defined structures in your relationship that are traditionally masculine and traditionally feminine. And somebody would be responsible for filling those roles. And right. so if you feel like, women do not fulfill that role and we do nothing for you let's say you were not attracted to women those things and those dynamics do not change in the way that you think that they change the work still needs to be done you still need a couch you still need food in your refrigerator you still need to vacuum correct and honestly you should be doing that if you have a partner why is a woman the only person that you don't know how to clean exactly you don't, know how to, you don't know what you need in your in your refrigerator? Hot take that shouldn't be a hot take. I do not date men that do not cook, clean, know how to do their own laundry, right. know how to wash their own asses and brush their own hair or that I have to tell to do anything around a house, a household. If I come to a man's home or apartment and it is not junky, not cluttery, but dirty, I'm leaving and never call me again because there are basic human life skills that you need to have before we enter a relationship. Right. And I'm not going to toot my own horn here. Like I really am not trying to do that. I know a lot of times people are like, Oh, people in relationships, they're all talking about some, Oh, my man, my man, my man. (laughs) But I was never, I have never been asked by this man that I'm with now. What I bring to the table. Because why would you ask me that? Because why would you ask me that? Or I've never been trying. He's never. I've never had to prove my worth. Right. He's and this is the problem that a lot of these men think that you need to continuously prove your worth to them, or you need to continuously like you need to do all this da 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 da. I have never been asked like, oh, can you do this? Can you cook? Can you clean? Do you do it? He sees me for who I am. And I think that's what I appreciate the most about him is that he sees me for me Mm -hmm. and literally all of me, like the good, the crazy, the funny, the bad, like he sees, he sees all of it. And never, never. Wow. He values you as an actual individual. Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. Oh my God. 
stuffed. And honestly, that is literally the bare minimum. Imagine that. Imagine getting the bare minimum of respect. Exactly. Imagine somebody thinking that you have value outside of your ability to do things for them. Wow. wow. Oh my God. Whoa, chill out. Chill out with the dissertation concept, Asha. We ain't, we ain't come here for all that. This is what I'm saying. I mean, huh, you would, and I sound like I'm bragging, but these are literally the bare minimum. He sees me as an individual. <laughs> Whoa, you know what I'm saying? And that's just like that's the basis for me. That is we're starting and we can continue to go. And unfortunately, it's rare. And that's why it's so appreciated because a lot of a lot of people don't think that way. And you know what? Sometimes he cooks. Half of the time he's like, it's fine. I could cook tonight. Right. Wow. My goal is to be a housewife to a chef. Gordon Ramsay's wife is living. Do you hear me? That woman is living. How does it feel to live my dream? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But I say this all to say that, mind you, that's the bare minimum. I'm very grateful for him. And that's not all he does, right? But it's like, that's where we need to start. Yes. Right. And that's the problem. Like, Like, a lot of us ladies, and ladies, I've been there before, too, like... We be starting with that. What you, you know how to cook and how to clean. It's like, well, what are you, what are you looking for? It's like, I know how to cook and clean for me. Do you? Right. Everyone should know how to cook and clean. I look at women who can't cook and clean just as crazy as I look at men who can't cook and clean. You can't, you can't boil water. You can't heat shit up. Right. I'm like, I'm not asking you to be, you know, Gordon Ramsay out here chefing it up, but you got to know how to do at least basic. Can you make a panini? It's just a hot sandwich. Like Dana said, you can't make spaghetti. It's noodles in a a jar of sauce if all those failed. I should should know my my standard. (laughs) You need five meals. You need Dana's. You need just learn five Five. meals. And when you learn them five meals, and this is for adults everybody men women non-binary you learn five meals and you'll be fine for the rest of your life for the rest of your life because you can vary off the five meals and then Mm -hmm. you can order out on saturday and sunday you will be fine forever you can raise children off of five five meals. meals You can, if you know how to make, learn how to make a rice, it doesn't have to be a complicated rice like basmati or jasmine. You learn how to make a white, like a rice. Can you heat up some Uncle Ben's? Right. With a chicken or a meat and a vegetable. Meal one. (laughs) Spaghetti, meal two. And then the three can be wild cards, but there's too much stuff on Pinterest. Can you make a salad? Can can you toss some lettuce? Can you make a super salad? The bar, a hamburger, some and french really, fries. Soup is so easy to make. People understand how easy soup is to make because you can right. throw anything into soup. It is broth and then shit. And truth exactly. be told, if you can make a grilled cheese and some tomato soup from Campbell's, I will count that. Exactly. I mean, you can feed just... yourself. And that's all. Ooh, women who present it well. Women who, who deal with men and have children with men who just don't. I do not know how you function because I need as a as a person, not even as a woman, as a human entity, I need to be able to leave my house for 24 hours and feel like my man and child can eat 
without having to call somebody to prepare food for them. I need to know that you're going to be okay. And it really kind of just makes me sad when I think about how many times like my mom, even me, like now that I'm an adult, we're like, I'll know a woman who's sick um, or like not feeling well. And I know that their man or their husband just doesn't or won't. And I will cook meals for right. them to freeze to be able to eat until she is recovered. And that's really sad. That's not okay. That's really sad. That is not okay. Not just to be nice and be like, like, cause I feel like oh, when people, yeah. were, like when, when my mom was, my mom was sick a lot when I was a kid. Um, and I don't think she ever worried about us being fed. Like my dad is not the best cook, but he will feed us. It won't be the most nutritious meal. It won't be the right. most beautiful meal, but we will eat. We <laughs> You'll be fine, eat. right? And he'll realize after a couple of days, all right, let me let me cook a vegetable. Like yeah. we will function. make it work. My mom could, you know, be in the hospital or in bed or recovering or whatever, and and we would be okay. And she would not worry about. The, the most she would worry about is our hair being done and bless hi dad um if you know my dad you know he he did the best he really rose to the occasion of being mm-hmm. a father of three girls and he certainly did try with our little heads um that's all that mattered he tried he had some headbands <laughs> <laughs> it's he tried. and he made it work Not and overall and we talk about and again we talk about like what do women bring to the table like cisgendered women and people in the non-binary that can have children like through like i guess you can call it natural like birth or like Mm -hmm. through uterus Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i also bring uh yeah Yeah. even if even if and there are are women who cannot who cannot have children like naturally you still like i don't have to really bring any of that stuff if you don't love me for who i am there's nothing else we have to really talk about. Right. And, and how many women are really not working out here? Like, as much as I would That's love, love to be a housewife, it is, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen because I'm not going to speak that over my life because it is going to happen and it's going to happen for me. But if I need care. work, <laughs> if I must, <laughs> then I can and do now um, and make... Y'all, I'm not going to say enough because, again, y'all could stand to pay me more. But I, I make money. I can afford my little baubles and trinkets and pay my bills. Like, right. I, I do fine. I can afford a shoe or two with my yeah. money. I can pay my bills exactly. and still go to Target and, and spend money that I, I right. on things mm-hmm. that I don't need. And I think it's interesting because I, a lot of these conversations are, are had on social media. And y'all know damn well that women are also paying bills right. and like splitting things and splitting vacations and we will say that right. but sometimes yeah it's okay to want to provide for your family you're talking about oh women back then they would da da and da 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 it's like okay but they also couldn't have a bank account and right. they kind of didn't have any other choice. options so it's like yeah now we have options and we don't have to be with y'all when y'all are mean and nasty to us like yeah yeah no we don't actually have to do that um, and sir, if you think that's all women bring to the table, then just be single. It's okay. You can just be single. You don't right. have to. Exactly. You don't have to and just meet somebody else. You don't have to be in a relationship. Before you can just. We, before we wrap this up too, let's really talk about what a provider is. Because that was the glaring thing that was wrong with mm-hmm. this entire rhetoric. There are so many men and, and people in general 
who want to be a provider, who are like, I'm the provider, I'm the breadwinner, I'm this than that. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a traditional, conventional role that you want to fulfill in. I don't think there's anything wrong with being that person in your family. And I don't think there's anybody anything wrong with being the counterpart of the nurturer in that type of relationship. That is the type of relationship, once again, I aspire to have. I would love for somebody else to pay my bills for me. Right. It is a goal of mine. I really hope that I can experience it. Um, and not even for the entirety of a marriage or relationship, but I would just like, like truth be told, like even as much as I joke about wanting to be a housewife, I when I was born, my mom took two years off to just raise her kids. And my dad held it down financially, but she wanted to be home. She didn't want to put us in daycare full time. She wanted to enjoy her children and create enough of a space so some of that 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 work that adults should do was done when my dad got home so he could spend time with his kids. And that's why I think me and my mom have the relationship and the dynamic that we do and also why, you know, as, as crazy as my dad is, and we definitely do have our issues, I have a very good relationship with my father. And I think some of that is because of that time that we got to foster mm-hmm. that. Definitely. Um, and so that is something I want. But even through all their issues and my parents are no longer together, you know, my dad never threw the fact that he was the provider in my mom's face throughout all of that, because that is something that he said he wanted to do. And regardless of whether she dropped the ball in the house or not, then it would be a situation of you are not meeting our agreement as opposed to you are not bringing anything to the table, but paying the bills, taking care of things, all of that, you're doing that because that is the uh, the role that you have signed up for. Right. And that has nothing to do with me. And so if you want to buy a house and provide, you need to do that without expecting certain things from me, unless that is the agreement that we had. We can absolutely have a conversation about me not holding up my end of the bargain, but just because you decided that you wanted to buy a house and pay all the bills, don't mean that I'm going to be picking up your socks, cleaning your toilet, running after these kids by myself. I never agreed to that. Right. And so again, like you said, unless that was the agreement, unless like, that you do this agreement. and I only do this, fine. And my like, black ass would never agree to that. Okay. You want somebody to clean this house and it to be spotless when you come home, you better hire a housekeeper. Right. You want somebody, you want these kids to be clothed, bathed, fed for more than eight hours a day. Great. Cool. These are my 40 hours that I'll exchange for the house being taken care of in my allowance. And anything outside of that, either you need to do it yourself when you get home, just like I would do if we were to have a daycare or you need to compensate me for overtime. Right. And we can both decide what that is. Okay. I need a Target credit card with no mm-hmm. fee. That's my fee. Per. My Amex should be on the table. I need. Full f- limit right. bill paid every month. I need a minimum of three weeks paid vacation. And sick leave. Without y'all. <laughs> right. And, and and again, that's the thing. Y'all want to be like, oh, we provide, we provide, we providers. Men who are providers put the check on the table and shut up. Sure do. Right. And let, the, and let their and let their spouses manage the, the finances manage the money because they're just there to earn the money and do nothing else. And do nothing else. Hello. They, they, and then, yeah, the food is ready. But guess what's also ready? The bills. And you know right. what? Truth be told, relationships like that 
that actually function that way and, and people are okay with that, where the man just earns the money and leaves it to the woman to manage the household as an entity, including the finances. People, I don't know a lot of couples like that who really understand what that looks like, but those that I do know are doing fine. It's when right. men try to, as much as y'all don't want to think it's women's business, when men dip and dabble into women's business and start getting, digging their noses into the finances, when they're the provider and the woman is the nurturer, that's when those agreements go south because you're not sticking to your end of the bargain. You're right. not letting her manage the household. Like and you said, you're questioning why this costs this and this costs it. Like it just do. It just does. It, and it I does. Make it this is what it. This is what it takes to run your house. This is all you make. <laughs> this is what I do. Right. This is what I can do with the check that you put on the table. And again, like oh, again, we talk about this with this dating rules and blah 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 and going Dutch. At the end of the day date how date and have the relationships that you want to have yeah like if you are a woman and you really don't mind going have these on bills and and you know restaurants stuff like that and you genuinely are okay with it not that you're being told that you're okay with it because right. you don't want to piss off a guy but you genuinely like no i really i have no problem with it if you are genuinely like right. that cool and date somebody who 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 doesn't mind that either or you know and still respects you but like if a lot of these guys like i'm not i'm not paying for this and i'm not paying then don't then don't date don't or find somebody don't date find those th- i think don't that's my women. issue i know people who are like that i know people who are like i'm not touching a check i'm a hybrid of the of the both when it comes yeah. to like going out to restaurants <sighs> like if i get extra extra stuff i might be like all right i'll get my drink and my appetizer because i kind of did wild out on this meal right, right. But it's like, and it depends how long the relationship has been going. Exactly, but it's like you know, y'all really want a standard of woman who has to maintain herself, who keeps her hair done, who keeps her nails done, who is college educated, you know, who is working a career, who has experiences that allow her to be worldly and intellectual and smart. All of those things cost money. Right. You are, so you're not about to get in my face and, and usurp and enjoy all of this knowledge and this beauty and this prestige without putting some coin on the table. And mm-hmm. I will reciprocate that with the emotional labor that is inevitable because, because I date men, specifically black men. You're not going to get in my face and stress me out with all the emotional labor that it is to be your partner without putting some money on the table. Right. And, that's and the thing is, it's work because y'all are fucking annoying. Y'all are annoying. <laughs> And and men, all all men, every single last one of y'all got something to where we go. Ex- what? What? Like what? What? Yeah. My girlfriend in seventh grade broke my heart. Now I got it. trust issues. What? Exactly. But like all men will say some dumb shit. Even like boyfriends and husbands, and you'd be like, "Sir, what the fuck is your problem? What did you just say? Like like or how did you even come up with that in your head?" I will never forget when I had this, and this was not a bad situation at all. Like we very, we broke up very amicably, but like I had to explain to a man that you should use a different towel for your face than for your body. And I just remember that conversation and was like, I don't even like, I didn't know that he was like, oh, did somebody teach you that? And I was like, if they did, I don't remember. When my boyfriend saw my uh, my skincare routine, he was like, "That's a lot." Yeah, you like, be having to build really not. routine and like 
and get them to understand that soap and body wash are not the same thing. And they don't go on your face. Yeah, stop putting, like, what? You cannot wash your hair with your body. You don't use conditioner? Dish- like, Thanks. It's just <sighs> little stuff. And we tell, well, what do you bring to the table? I bring the basic human hygiene. <laughs> you're gonna have you're gonna have clear skin messing with me. Mm. You're gonna have clear skin, okay? I'm you're gonna, gonna eat you kale. That cologne is not Axe body spray. You're like, going to eat kale, okay? We're going to be eating your suits. that dove may, and that you should wash your pillowcases frequently. Yes. Frequently, and you, should, and you should get silk ones. My boyfriend got silk pillowcases after yes. after I started staying there. Sure did about how you should turn on a humidifier if your skin is dry and crusty in the wintertime. And he got a humidifier, sure did. Come on, come on. And you gonna tell me that that's not useful to you? But you know what? Just let let them be dry and crusty, it's fine. The reason why you have a throw on your your, uh, couch and coordinating um, Right, it's a blanket everywhere. (laughs) And again, I don't have to do that stuff. I sure don't individual asha is enough if i ain't do none of that stuff i let if i let you do whatever you are i am enough i am funny as hell i'm cute i'm smart you know you're delightful both of you i am delightful i am a delightful human being am i a little bit on the crazy a little bit on the who is it Okay, but you know what? You know what this nigga do? He laughs. He's like, "All right, babe, calm down." You have an intersectional intersectional identity in America. Like, I'm gonna have some quirks, okay? Right. I'm some quirks. I'm gonna have some have some spice to me, okay? Wow. And I'm five one. You know, little you know, little, little ladies people. are mean. Yes. So like, hello. But the thing is, I know who he is. And like, and I don't need you to be all of these things, but. If you and like, there are so many guys who have different jobs. Da, 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 da. That's what I'm not here for. Is it a good perk? Is it something that I'm looking at? Duh. Sure. Because right. I, I ain't gonna be with just anybody. But I like you for who you are. I love you for who you are, and I expect the same. You're not about to make me audition for right. a lifetime of labor. Are you stupid? Because I. I can go do this by myself. If I got to cook and clean, I can go do this by myself. If I wanted to cook and clean, I would do that for me, myself, and I. I would do that for two people if you're not doing the same thing. You think because you bought a house that I'm supposed to be like, ooh, kiss your feet? Listen. Even if I asked you to buy it, you still did it willingly. Correct. Like, are you not also living here? Well, I bought you a house. Am I the only one living here? Good. This you is my house. You bought, get out. Get, right. You bought yeah, if this is really us. my house and you bought it for you me, bought, then leave. You bought us a house. If you say it's my house, then you can go if you want to act like Look, I told this nigga I'm a lot, so be prepared. And he said, okay. And then one time we got into a conversation, I said, now, didn't I tell you I was a lot? You signed up for this. Yeah. Because like, there are rules. Just like y'all got all these, oh, what do you bring to the table? Are you going to be able to deal with what I bring to the table? Because there are a lot of rules and regulations. And he was like, no, you're right. I was like, I'm a lot, but I'm a lot to love. And it takes a special somebody to love me. So period. And I'm not, and I told him, I'm not dumbing myself. I'm not dumbing myself down. I'm not uh, watering myself down for nobody. So because that is And I know y'all can say the same thing, but there is not a man that I have ever been with whose quality of life has not improved. Because I was right, like, and that's just a fact. 
And you want to, if you want to deny it for that other hoe, you can, but <laughs> she can't deny it either. Because again, I, yeah. I can always also tell when a man has been in a, a relationship or like been with women who are, who have their shit together because right. the remnants of that woman will be present. And I'd be like, ah, thank you. Thank you for building him. I appreciate yeah, that. Well, Sorry. I appreciate you. I'm not starting from ground zero. And, and, as, and, at 20, and as the only person who's single at 26, I don't got time for that shit no more. So right. thank you, sis, for putting in the work. And hopefully we can just get him where he needs to be so I can lock him in. And, and this is mine. And I hope you, maybe you can find the one that I left. And right. <laughs> the universal. And he can just get where he needs to be for you. Because it's hard out here. I can't be starting from scratch anymore. I'm old. I'm tired. My knees hurt. Like, I don't... <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm like, you know, we really are in our mid-20s. And that's not... Yep. It's not old by any means. And if you are 20, don't feel like, oh, it's too late. It's, it's not, not too late. It's no, just the beginning. But like... Woo, too late for shenanigans. It's too late yeah. for and again we've done that already it's too late for stupid shit mm-hmm. right now we are in our time for intentional relationships okay. intentional life intentional fun right ladies look for men with with matching plate sets with glassware with Glass. multiple sets of sheets and with multiple pieces. forks with multiple <sighs> that is something that... no 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 no, no. <laughs> i've been to places one fork. And one like you have one. You yeah. It's always only me. So why do I have? What do you mean? Why do you only have one bowl, one one plate, one fork, one knife? Like you don't have people come over. You never want a side dish, right? <laughs> like, no. Like I don't. I've been to people's houses and it's like, oh, like it, I'll never forget. This was an undergrad, and me and my friends had stayed at somebody's house two weekends in a row. Both weekends, they did not have clean towels. Not a single clean towel. Was I there? No. This, you got lucky you weren't there. Two weekends in a row, no clean towels. How are you... How, how do you function? Men can have dryer function? sheets. Oh, that's how I know we're all right. Yeah, I was like, oh, yes. dryer sheet. I can work with you. Because if you got dryer sheets and don't let the motherfucker have fabric softener, you are top tier, sir. You're doing better than you me. You have been raised to take care you of yourself. You can do this. Like, Watch a man separate his laundry. You know how to that's do the, this. No, that's the real test. No, I was... You separate um, the whites from the darts? I was staying at this one guy's house and he actually had his own like house. Like he had a mortgage. And I was like, oh, I need to start, I need to come over here more often. This nigga had like the laundry, he had a laundry room and the laundry room had things in it. I said, okay, laundry room. Right. He had a basement that was furnished. I said, oh, well, look. Had a little, had a little color scheme. I said, and it okay. don't look like a frat house. I said, well, okay. And mind you, and he wasn't a fraternity. But I was like, it is not just, nice. It's it not is giving. Just, <laughs> it's not just sigma shit everywhere. Look at that. Right. Listen, listen, listen. I still vote. Well, this is nice. And if you okay. have, oh, I don't care. I'm going to say it. it's my podcast. I'm going to do what I want. Men who have furniture that is not leather furniture. Ooh, yeah. It was it was like tweed, something like yeah, that. Something, like, something that's not leather. Why would you buy a leather couch for your living room? <laughs> yeah, the one in the basement was leather. Was or black. Not, that's fine. Or like, that's I don't it. mind if you have a leather couch in your home, but you need to have another couch in your household that is not also leather. 
So like, you don't never want to take a nap on your couch. Like, you just be sticking face to the leather. So the AC is always on in here, huh? right? It's always cold. Huh? And I live in Florida now. You have leather furniture. You're yeah, bugging. I have. I've dated some guys to where I was like, yeah, like okay. Like even like my boyfriend now I was like, I can't. I was like okay, okay. Okay, because I'm improving to do, but okay, we can, you know, we can right. work with this. Right, we got some improvements, we gotta get I can there. work with this. The guy that I was talking to before that situation ended, and now I'm on a hiatus because the pandemic numbers are getting crazy and y'all will not catch me out here, but, um, but the guy I was talking to in the first wave of the pandemic had like a full skincare routine and oh, it I wasn't a, it wasn't anything fabulous, but he had a set of CeraVe products that's then, that's enough. And we okay. came, and we okay. when we went back to his house one day, had a roommate, shared a house with another guy. Nice, very much a man's house, but also nice. Was about to get in the bed. I took a shower, chilling. He was like, "Okay, hold on, I got to do my skincare." I was like, "What do you mean?" But do you want to have babies? Come on, <laughs> okay, with the skincare. Yeah, I like to see it. Y'all got skin too, you know that, right? You got, right. Skin. You got skin too. Like, yeah, I got combination skin. When I tell you, I laughed so hard. <laughs> that is funny. Not knowing the skin type. He was so fucking mad that at me. He was funny. like, "This is not funny." I was like, "It's not. It's just so cute that you know that you know." I love it. It's like, oh, Take you're so fresh. Look at you. You do have nice skin. It's working. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Uh, too funny. So, yeah, this, this eight table situation do better y'all the ladies on that show you need to you need to either take control or you need to get out or find four other men who can who can actually have an actual conversation that may propel the black community forward as opposed to whatever this bullshit is because it's not giving and and tell black people manipulate you to try to tap 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 dance and audition for these men to be their in-house uh maids please and also like not to harp on these women but like these ladies at a table like y'all are pretty yeah basic like y'all are gorgeous and it always be just the most non-ass niggas that got so much to say the audacity because i would probably walk right past all of them niggas and not think especially motherfucker with the bandana on you got a bandana on acid wash tie-dye distressed skinny jeans you're asking why bring the table light blue shirt that look like you got it from foreman mills and some jordans and you also have you like like what what he looked like he was in his late 20s early 30s so i was like sir you need to dress your age yes do better those bills at foreman mills get out of here What's up, you guys? Thanks for listening. We are going to dive right back into the episode in a moment. Just coming on to remind you to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok at the Bougie Black Girls. Links to that will be in the description, as well as the personal socials of myself and all the co-hosts. And you can definitely make sure you check out thebougieblackgirls.com for more content and some insight into what's coming soon. Now let's dive back in.
All right. And so that is going to wrap up that segment and transition us into our third and final segment, which is our advice segment. Y'all have been getting a lot of advice from the three of us for free, and it will continue to be free. You're welcome. Um, But we figured we might as well slap some structure on it. So this segment... It's going to be called Are Y'all Okay? We definitely want you guys to go ahead and start submitting your questions. So definitely check the description for our email. You are welcome to reach out to us there anonymously, like Bobby Valentino, and ask us your questions for us to answer. But for now, we're going to pull some questions from the good old internet. Um, So in my Twitter snoopage, um, we found a question that someone had asked, kind of just the general Twitter population that I think would be really helpful for a lot of folks. And so this user asked the public, how can I tell my friend that she has bad taste in men? I want to help her out of a toxic relationship in a subtle way, but she never seems to take my advice. Every time I try to mention it, she usually finds an excuse to justify the behavior. But at this point, the relationship is negatively affecting her, me, and our friendship. Please help. One thing of advice. I was like, I say, Jelena, I'm passing to you first. Oh, no, because my advice is very simple. You can't help her. You don't. You, you don't. You don't. Because there's nothing you could say. There's nothing you could ever do that's going to make her leave. She'll leave when she wants to leave. And then you got to deal with the aftermath of, oh, I'll go back. Or, oh, da-da. you just got to deal with it. And then if it's really that negative, then you cut her off, to be very honest. If it's that, like, you know, depending on how bad it is, like, it sucks, but... Well, you take yeah. care of you first. But like I said, been in it, experienced it, you can't do shit. That is the sound. Now, if she gets out of it and then her taste in men is different, I am one to be very blunt. And if you ask me a question, well, why does this keep happening? I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you, you have shitty taste in men. You get committed too early. You do that. I'm going to tell you. I me i would want you to tell me so that's just my take but if she's already in it if she's not planning to get out of it block her because <laughs> it's like you're gonna hear the same story every week over and over over and over and over and you're gonna say the same thing and i know for me i got to the point where i was like i'm not gonna keep telling you and i'm gonna say it again like, clear, you didn't listen to me the first five, six, seven times. I'm not saying it no more because you don't listen to me. You don't care about what I got to say. And, you know, in my experience, you know, she felt bad. But, like, you still didn't listen. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I agree with you. Let me tell you, I'm, like, in those situations, I'm going to say what my best friend said to me in undergrad when I was dealing with relationship problems. And they kept telling me, how they felt and what they would do or what they felt like I should do. And I kept coming to them with the same problem. They were like, Asha, I have told you how I feel about that person and about the situation. Please do not talk to me about this man no more because it's frustrating me because I feel like you deserve better. And I keep telling you and you keep coming to me with the same situations, but just at different times. So I'm asking you respectfully. I love you so much. We can talk about anything else, but do not talk to me about him. And I was like, I was kind of taken aback, but I was like, no, I, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Seriously. That's what you have to do. Like you can't control their relationship. Um, You can kind of only be there for them as much as they want you to be there for them. And as much as you can, emotionally 
be there for them. Um, but at a certain point, you got to let that shit go. Um, and maybe afterwards be like, hey, I'm seeing a pattern here. Like, like Jelena said, maybe there's some red flags that, you know, you need to figure out. And maybe even help them be like, hey, what are some of the red flags that maybe... I can see, but you can't see. Because we all know when we're in love, we have the rose-colored glasses on, red, you know, red flag look like mm-hmm. flag, right? So that sometimes, you know, that can be happened to me. Sorry. But it happened to me sometimes. So sometimes you got to be like, you have to have a friend to be like, yeah, no, that's weird. I mean, Jelena checked me on it, but I just feel like I'd be like... No, no, you've never been... No, you are definitely that person, and I appreciate you for that. But I think for some people, it's also not even just like, oh, I choose bad people. It's what's going on with you. Literally. Yeah. Like, the fact that you're not... Like, not even like, oh, you're just tolerating it. It's that, like... Because I know a lot of people who's like, yeah, I've seen the red flags. I just ignored them so it's like some people just thrive in like they just enjoy chaos because sometimes it don't be a red flag sometimes it be a raging fire Fire. exactly and you you feel warmly ignored it that's a problem exactly so it's like why did you feel so comfortable in this chaotic environment to because i'm like you said Dana, like the minute something crazy happened like i might be like okay that was a little incident Mm, okay a red flag sure i've absolutely sat through a red flag flag. i don't know a red flag is like he no because i would i'm trying i'm (laughs) You see, I'm struggling. Now I probably wouldn't deal with it, but it's like, oh, you said, I don't know, you said you don't want me talking to X, Y, and this person. And it's like, okay, that's not, he's not being controlling. He's just, you know, oh, he's looking out yeah. for me. But then it turns into, I don't want you talking, I don't want you hanging out with anybody but me. And, but and then you ignore that. Like, you can't ignore yeah. that. That's not a red flag. Like, you okay, said, I, probably- oh, I don't. I don't want you hanging out with, you know, Susie because I think Susie do X, Y, and Z. That's one thing because you might, you might be a little right. Susie might not be a good friend. But you being like, I don't want you to hang out with none of your friends, none of your family. Like, like they all fake. Every yeah, one everybody, like nobody them. cares about you. Nobody's going like, to love you the way I love you. Like, this year, the house is on fire. The house is on fire. All flames fire are blazing. <laughs> like, you are finna get burned. Add what you can and run. run. Exactly. And But it's like, you just ignored that. And then when the whole neighborhood then got set on fire and you sitting here, I don't know what happened. I didn't see none of this coming. Like, you saw it. You enjoyed it. <laughs> that, that part. You enjoyed it because you just, I don't know, you were so in love. And again, I've been stupid before, but ain't that, ain't nobody, no, 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 I no, think no, no, for no. me, I've never, <laughs> as, and I, truth be told, I think it is really just how people respond to situations and their trauma. Um, I have definitely had to learn how to not be so no for right. everything, but like some people enjoy drama. Some people really do thrive in the nonsense. And so like, I, I know a lot of like to this person, like your friend may have bad taste in men and know that they have bad taste in men and be intentionally doing that because they feel like that type of dynamic situation makes them feel alive makes them feel loved it makes them feel like they are living and doing something and so that constant like flare of anger sometimes can be confused with like oh we argue like this because we love each other it's like right 
No, and they're looking for that in, in any type of romantic relationship right. that they're having or any relationship that has like a like a really deep love structure that way. And so if I was going to advice it offer advice to a friend in that situation, um, especially if like it seems like this is a pattern, it's not just one guy, there's multiple guys right. um, where your friend has been doing this. I would probably actually tell my friend before I give any advice pertaining to the guy to go get some therapy mm-hmm. or to at least get a journal and start like working out why they feel this way like you know i hate this the stereotype but like let's talk about your childhood like no why, that's what i was just about to say why do you feel like did your parents have a relationship like this did or like did you maybe have like parents that were very neglectful to you and didn't provide you with emotion and feelings and that's why you feel like you need such a etc etc like for me i know i'm the way i'm i am just because like my house was so tumultuous at one point that anything that disrupts my peace in any capacity, I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. What we won't do is this again. Yeah. And so same sides of a different coin. Like your friend may be, be working through that. And so if and- I was going to offer them any advice about the relationship at all, it would be to, to start unpacking what's going on with them as an individual. Yes. And sometimes pe- what people find normal, like the behaviors people find, like that's just how, you know, relationships are. You got to be like, yeah, girl, that's not normal. No. Um, no. Maybe. And also like, if the person cannot afford therapist or find a therapist, the Gottman Institute, Esther Perel, there are different yeah. uh, therapy for black girls podcasts. Yeah. You know, they're not substitutes for therapy, but at least they can get you started on a journey of self-realization that I think would um, get you started. Um, And again, journaling. Sometimes when you write shit down and you read it back to yourself, you're like, wait, what the hell? Retrospect is a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, so like, what, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? <laughs> Anybody who journals, we reading their shit back, we like, what the fuck is wrong with me? So exactly. you, like, you gotta sometimes sit with yourself and be like, this is what I thought or this is what I'm thinking right now. Like, and it's okay to like, don't beat yourself up because you're human and people go through different traumas, but it's okay to be like, yeah, I'm playing. Let me let me get my shit together. Right. How do I how do I get there? Like, how do I get started? And that's okay to do. And not saying that like, oh, I'm a failure. I'm not lovable. Da da da. None of that stuff. That's that that's that's not um that's not healthy. But to be like, okay, I have a pattern of liking guys. Like, I have a pattern of liking guys who are nonchalant. Right, um, because that's what I feel like you know my dad was my dad's nonchalant blah 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 so I have a pattern of liking guys who are nonchalant and sometimes it's nonchalant to a fault to where it's like they are not emotionally intelligent apathetic yeah apathetic right so I had to learn okay so and actually through therapy why do you feel like you don't deserve love in fullness I was like, excuse you? <laughs> and therapy is not the the kumbaya fun mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. people think it is. Like it'd be sometimes it, like my me and my therapist are like, I feel like we are just getting cool now because it was a good six to eight months where I really hated this bitch because she kept calling me out every session. I'd be like, so why the fuck am I paying you? Why am I paying you? 
and, and that's and that's the thing is you know um yeah. bitch like leave but me but you learn about yourself and you learn about your your triggers and your defense mechanisms and your therapist will never make you change anything or do anything but they'll make you acknowledge that behavior and acknowledge whether or not that's something that you want to live with for the rest of your life they'll and sometimes the answer is yes, and then you'll move on. But if the answer is no, then they're going to make you do the work to to break that down. Right. What to say? They hold a mirror up to you, and whatever you see in that mirror, truthfully, then they can give you the tools to, you know, right. to fix mm-hmm. some stuff and to to grow on some things. But yeah, like at at some point, like yeah, like guys are assholes as well, and they can be. And if you're, it, it is not your fault for being treated like crap. But it is your responsibility to um, recognize some patterns within yourself that you can change to make your situations better. And I'm not talking about people who get into relationships where the guy's really sweet at first and then comes ab- becomes abusive. That's, that's different. That's, that's something different. very, very different. Um, I think sometimes people conflate the two. We're talking about like when you're constantly having relationship problems um, and I guess picking the wrong guy and relationships aren't working out. Um, and you're trying to figure out why, why, why you're actively seeking, like, like, you know, that this is going to start an argument, like, but you love starting arguments or you love that back and forth, um, with another person. It's like, why do you like that? Why does that feel good? Um, constantly in that space or necessary not even if it's like it feels good why does that feel necessary because one thing i had to learn was every conflict does not have to be an argument it can be a conversation and that my mind (laughs) i don't have to argue with this nigga to solve a conflict interesting ouch all right we're getting too personal (laughs) ouch um yeah and also I would so if and also depending on like the level of the friend like assuming that this was like one of y'all and it was really an issue and I maybe had the finances I would probably pay for like a subscription to like a talk space or better help or whatever or like a therapy session for the friend just to like remove that barrier or like kind of encourage them like dang somebody actually already paid for this for me so like I should at least try it um and then if it because therapy only works if the person is receptive to it. And so if they go and it doesn't come to fruition, as as the as the friend, I would also be okay with ending that friendship if it would if my mental health and my thought process was dependent on it. Cause kind of like what you said, Jelena and Asha, like that sometimes that like, hey, I can't do this anymore as your friend can be a wake-up call for somebody. But I also think that the company that you keep is very reflective of your own issues and the things that you deal with, not just your relationships, but your friendships. And so sometimes if you if you want to take an assessment of your friendship circle, I think there's nothing wrong with keeping people who are going through something in your life whatsoever. But I just also like when, when, when somebody else's relationship problems and trauma and a good friend's issues are like eating you up inside to the point where you cannot function, you really want to assess that friendship and at least the, the ways in which you occupy that friendship. And so maybe you're that best friend, you know, best, I always say best friend is not, a, it, for me, it is a person, um, but like for, for some people, best friend is a tear. Um, and I think that's true in my life as well. But you know, sometimes you may need, you may need to demote that person to just friend. 
and put up some hard boundaries. Like we don't yeah. talk about this nigga. If you need to find somebody to talk about talk about this nigga, it's not me. Platonic relationships should never have to be sacrificed for a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless that relationship was already on the rocks. And regardless of what, you know, movies and TV and, and all that will tell you, like, I don't think that one trumps the other. I think that they have equal importance in a life. Of course, there's a, a little bit more of a, of a daily connection that you will have with a romantic partner because y'all right. literally are with each other you know most days yeah. especially if you're living together and you get married but like i really cannot if somebody was like hey in my example we're gonna keep manifesting it hey dana john boyega has proposed and he wants you to come and he wants to wish you away right now and i would go and i would be like i'm happy y'all like i'm fine if you don't hear from me for a little bit just know i'm, I'm living right but, like i couldn't i couldn't do that relationship for the rest of my life and like not have my friends no matter how much i want and really right, want, want this relationship, this relationship. really want. how much i really want <laughs> how much i like live for it i'll give you all both another example for Chris- i'm gonna cut this out I'm screaming. if if he ever hit me up and was like let's let's be together and we just gonna do it and we're gonna run away and move to i don't know California. Like he would be California. Yeah. yeah. Let's go pack a bag. When I tell you, I would be packed so swiftly. That you would. The sad thing is, I know she's not lying. I know, so I know you would. He's dead serious. And so happy. When is the flight? He said we gonna go off the grid for a couple months and just really focus on us. Okay. Let's do it. Just let just let us know in advance. Right. And I would tell everybody where I was at and I'd be like, hey, this is what's happening. Um, you know, I'll check in like once a week just in case you need to call the police. But like other right. than that, like if, I, if you I'm fine. But then after a while, you know, I'm like, okay, I I need you. Yeah. I love you. I love you, but I need my friend. Right, because I feel like at cert- at some point this nigga go get on your nerves. Correct. <laughs> be like, yeah. Correct. The only person I got is you? No. My friends, like, there's nothing that they can do to diminish the love that I have in my heart for you. But I also really care about them and I need them in my life as well. But don't worry because I'm coming. I'm going to be back. (laughs) I'm going to be back. I just need some space. One thing about me and you, I will be back. The FaceTime call will only be three hours, I promise. Right. I just need to go for homecoming and Founders Day and Jelena's birthday. <laughs> and then the rest of the time is us. It's us against the world. Right. Okay. That's all I'm asking. Select days. Anyway. Get out of cliche, my face. Cliche. Cliche. Not the day of loves that saves the day. Oh Me at the art show. <laughs> that, little, that white boy who be on the stage with his boy <laughs> mm-hmm. that's BBB yeah. you be our show mm-hmm. what is she doing don't pay her no lie do you rap no <laughs> at the art show dancing mm-hmm. that's right. what you gonna buy that piece yeah, uh-huh. yeah get it mm-hmm. bust out the pole y'all I knew I learned I'm this screaming no, not not bust out the pool at the yeah, Somebody play she all about this money. No, I should be Beethoven if this is a classy event. I'm bursting <laughs> that. 
You gotta make sure people buy the art. Be like, uh-uh, buy my man's art. Right. Mm-hmm. You like that piece? Uh-huh, buy it. Buy it. I would be such a cute artist wife. I think about that too. I'm like, I would be such a cute artist wife. I would never be a DJ's wife though. I'm so sorry, DJ's. Oh, I'll, God, I'll, no. Every time they'd be like, oh, well, I'm a DJ. I'd be like, check please. Um, but um, <laughs> Angelina, don't say anything. Don't say a word. Uh, it's, I will say it depends on the DJ. And if you don't know how to build a set, oh my God. I need to hear your, I need to hear a set. I need to hear two sets for me to take you seriously as a DJ. Because, sorry, Jersey DJ. If you, like, like, I, mm, That's fair. I was date. I was taught, not even dating. Nope. A simple date with a nigga from Jersey. <laughs> she said a date. <laughs> with a nigga from Jersey. Was a DJ, and I saw. I looked at his Instagram and heard some of his music. I said, "This is ass," and I don't know what it is about. Maybe because y'all play like I love house music, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like these like like some New Jersey DJ, some Jersey DJs be like they sets be all Jersey shit. And that's not a set. That's a Jersey house party. Right. Well, why are you playing a Jersey set in DC? And it's also too much energy. Like, we going to be dancing all night? (laughs) We doing this all night? We going bowling for three hours. We've been sexy walking for two days. (laughs) I'm over over it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over this shit. Back of that shit, oh and God. I said, No, I can't do that. Because he was definitely gonna be, I should go out there, do the dance, and get the crowd no. going. <laughs> you know, I'm right. How y'all be? Oh my gosh, it's too much. Can we get a slow jam? No, like, the no, slow jam will no, turn into the only it person too. Who makes music in New Jersey is DJ Little Man. <laughs> the only person who makes songs. I'd be like, this is no, this is not a like, this is too much. This is even for a Jersey club. This is for a Jersey oh house party. You been sexy walking for two No, it's too much. Like, no. like you said, Jersey music is way too much energy. Uh, I'm a, that's one of your best jokes. <laughs> Y'all just got treated to a Jelena special. Let me tell you, this bitch is funny, but that one—that <laughs> was—that was one. That was one. Like, no, um, I can't do that. So, like, that's why I like after I think that scarred me into just my no DJ rule. Yeah, and see, and the and I I feel bad because like. Uh, well, number one, whoever, Adele State University, whoever is dating or with, married, I don't know, coupled with DJ Breeze, you are fine. 
You, yes. This conversation does not apply to you. That man is a fantastic DJ. Hey, Breeze. I don't know if you follow each other on social media. This may be. If you listen to the podcast, I'm hey, hey, how you doing? You are always my favorite DJ at Dell State. If they have not booked anybody for the Dell State Homecoming Taste Lounge, I will personally write a letter to advocate yes. for you to DJ that Taste Lounge because a lot of them other Dell State DJs can't build a set like you, can't transition like you. And it's a lot of people that they was paying more money than you that needed to be fired expeditiously because you knew how to DJ a party. Yes. And I will leave. You you did what needed to be done, sir. And you Always. should be proud of yourself. And if you're not DJing, I will personally help you pay for some new turntables. So you can get back into the shit when <laughs> Oh no, he he still is. He is DJing you one of my work DJ. events in two good. weeks. Good, good, good. Tell him I said hello. He don't I was know about to me. say when you edit, <laughs> send me if you can record this so I can send it to him. I, I will text him. Send you the snippet because let me tell you something. It is good DJs are hard to come by. And he clearly studies and knows what he's doing. And you are going places, sir. Keep it up. Because I, I'm, if nobody else is rooting for you, I need to make sure I follow him on Instagram. But I'm rooting for you. Um, so whoever, again, whoever's dating DJ Breeze, this does not apply to you. And also, um, you've met her now, Jelena, but my friend Cabret, her boyfriend, um, Cece, is a DJ. I think Cece's from like upstate New York. Um, hey, Cece, hey, Cabret. Um, but like he's a good DJ and like you know I was starved for good DJs down here just I was let me tell you I was fighting for my life in these Florida parties for a while (laughs) and so when she told me he got a gig just doing like a like a lounge type set um at a um a bar that a lot of people go to out here and I went I was like oh okay you know, you'd be nervous when, like, your friend's man rap or DJ or whatever. I'm like, dang, if he trash, like, I don't know how I'm gonna facilitate this friendship. But he's a really good DJ. I think he did a really good job working with the crowd because it was, it was, it was like a young mixed crowd, but it was mostly like white folks. But it was still like, if I can sit through a set like that and still like enjoy it, and I feel like everybody got what they needed, and there was still like an ample amount of hip hop, a little bit of the pop and stuff that they're looking for, and other stuff like, and still like leave and be like oh I had a great time like you're a good DJ now I'm gonna have to send this to him too but like <laughs> so whatever she was like oh yeah like my man is DJ and I'm like okay yeah like I'll come because like you're a good DJ and I think he also is like don't get me lying but his career is also like in like tech technology whatever something digital ish yeah, yeah. so like that makes sense that exactly. you are also in this area and you do things with like music and production because now in 2021 those things go hand in hand i know you need extra money. i don't know why people be like i need a side hustle i'm a dj no it takes a lot of skill and time and practice to be a dj not everybody could just that's do supposed that. to be the name of this episode i want you to know we've been sexy walking for two, <laughs> two Be clicking on, like, what the fuck is this? I think actually fit for this whole episode. He's actually it does. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this grandpa. I'm tired of this grandpa. That's good and bad. But that's how I felt when people played Jersey sets at any party. I'm like, all right, two songs. That's it. They're like, nah, eight. it's too much choreography <gasps> with the pressure. Like, oh my gosh, like, there's too much choreography. And, like, people would, you know, y'all would come to Delaware and be, like, shitting on swagging, but then everybody want to do it. And also, like, 
if you don't know what swagging is, look it up because I can't even I can't even be bothered to. I wow, I'm sorry, I just had a flashback. I have not swagged in like in years, years and it is okay. <laughs> oh my god, what a time in my life. Wow. Oh my gosh, listen. Mm. Um but like people would shit on that and then like want to do it and it'd be like oh my god I love it yes because it's easy there's like all of three moves and combos that you need to know every now and then you would like dance with a nigga who would get froggy and like kick his leg around you or some crazy <laughs> shit Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, that's the one you gotta be like whoa 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 like whoa, we whoa. got to Jamaican party like what are you doing this is we not- are 15 this is not fucking dance hall. Like, like niggas coming from the whole no, dance day trying to land on you. Um, no, Auntie, you, I'm not even, I'm not even joking. I gotta, you know I gotta exactly. see if I can find videos from back in the day and send it to you because, like, niggas really used to be like jumping over girls, like spinning around on one leg. <laughs> wait, wait. It was this, nah. It was this one boy. Like you know, if Ron, if you knew if Ronnie was at the party, like don't dance with Ronnie because he gonna be doing some extra shit, and you just gotta, you just gotta stay, you gotta you stay just gotta down, stay low. you stay low because you might get kicked in the head. The way I used to run from this man, yo. When I told you, somebody would have thought I was like hiding from the CIA. Oh my way I used to be like, nope, because he would be doing too oh much. Too- Big. I was like, you're too tall for all this. Listen. Oh my god. Uh, alrighty. Well, on that hilarious note, that is gonna wrap up this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. Thank y'all so much for joining us. As always, we really appreciate it. And we hope you guys are gonna enjoy this new structure. I certainly enjoyed it today and I think it'll be great moving forward. Definitely check out the description for any of the links or um, resources that we talked about today. Make sure you are following us at the Bougie Black Girls on Instagram and TikTok. Um, check out thebougieblackgirls.com for any updates and info on what's to come and to access some more content from us. Make sure you follow us on our personal socials. And don't forget to check out that email below if you want to submit a question for us to answer. You can do so anonymously. I promise we won't expose you. Um, and anything else, y'all? No. Nope. Okay. Shout out to me because that was the smoothest exit I've had. Right. 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 Yes. We're getting there. We are. Oh, come on. We're developing. (laughs) On that note, have a good night. Bye, y'all. Peace. Bye, y'all.